0: COVID hits, and we're in this pandemic, and life as you know it has completely shifted. And it's like the universe delivered this space for you to actually go into the depths of your healing. Hey guys welcome back to the boldly courageous podcast and today i have one of my biz like boss babe besties her name is tara romano tara is like one of the most supportive genuine women like when you look up the definition of women supporting women you will see a picture of tara romano i first met tara at the bliss project years ago she was teaching her signature tone and tease and I just remember being so in awe of this woman that was on stage, that was so vibrant, that was dancing and so in her body. And just, she represented like the ultimate like female goddess to me when I saw her. And I had put her on this pedestal and I was so awestruck by who she was. And. When I, like fast forward a couple years later, I joined an elite level mastermind and I saw that she was in the mastermind. I literally was like giddy. I could not wait to build a relationship with her. And as I've gotten to know Tara, it's been one of the most amazing experiences to see how we perceive people and then how they perceive themselves. Like I've always perceived Tara as this, confident, radiant, successful businesswoman. And she is all of those things. But in this conversation today, you're going to hear that she hasn't always felt that way about herself. And that self-confidence has been a journey that Tara's had to go through and self-love and that in life and in business, we often teach the things that we need the most. And so In today's episode, Tara talks all about what it looks like to actually sit in the dark side of life. Like It's so easy to want to bypass the hard stuff and not want to sit in a funk and not want to sit in the quote unquote darkness and just try and move through as fast as you can. And in this episode, Tara talks about the reality of life and that sometimes it doesn't always look good and it doesn't always look pretty. And what taking a moment to pause has really helped her do through the past 11 months and now that she's on the other side of it, like feeling so much more aligned with what she's creating, feeling so much more aligned with her message, and just at the end of the day, having more fun and having more play. We also talk about what it looks like to truly live your life unleashed and what her inspiration was behind creating the Life Unleashed movement and her Tone and Tease movement, which is all about women's empowerment in your own body and affirmations combined with movement and dance. Lastly, we really dive deep into the power of choosing your reality and how important it is to ask for help as a leader and what it looks like to navigate through people pleasing as you're building a really successful business. Tara is a successful network marketer. She's shown up online and she's really done a lot of work through people pleasing. So if you are somebody who has had a fear of slowing down um, to do your own work, or you've had a fear that people would, you know, forget you if you don't show up, or if you, you know, want to take a pause in your business, this episode is going to help you so much navigate through the fear of slowing down and the fear of people pleasing. Tara Romano built her seven-figure business and brand from the ground up, focusing on one thing and one thing only, and that is confidence. Overcoming her own journey of self-loathing, feeling less than, and living hand-to-mouth, Tara realized that the only way to face her future was to carve a path aligned with the inner confidence she embodies. Through movement and showing others how to do the same. In her most recent creation of Your Life Unleashed, she helps women release what is no longer serving them, embody their powerful feminine energy, and take real action by connecting their mind back into their bodies. Tara helps women let go of their stories and self-judgments, support them as they own their imperfections that truly make them amazing. And through her Tone and Tease program, Tara encourages her clients to feel more empowered in their bodies love themselves every step of the way and show up in their most confident stance. Becoming a top leader in network marketing has afforded Tara the ability to lead and grow sales teams from an authentic place that makes each sale a relational one and not just a transactional one. She is a master at building communities of empowered women and showing others how to do the same. And Tara's mission is to share her method with as many women as possible to help them step out of their own way and step into the light they deserve and celebrate them every step of the way. I freaking love this woman. This conversation is so great. Let's get into my conversation with Tara Romano. Tara, my girl, my soul sister, I'm so grateful for you being here. I know this conversation is going to go so deep because it's like you and I literally can't avoid the deep conversations, which is I, I think what I value so much about our friendship is that I know that you're that type of person that I can call and be like, girl, I'm navigating through something and you've done the same. And we just see each other with no judgment, with complete compassion and love and what i i think what i love and appreciate and admire the most about you is you are literally one of the most supportive women i have ever ever met like you like fill me up like if like i know that words of affirmation are obviously your love language because you just pour it on and i'm so appreciative to have you in my life because it's it's like you know, when you're having a bad day or you're going through the thick of it, I like, I don't even have to tell you. It's just like this thing you just know. And I see like a comment on one of my posts, or you just message me and you fill me up and pour so much love into me. And I truly believe that that is like one of your superpowers. So thank you so much
1: for being here and for being you. Oh my gosh. I'm totally receiving that because that is my love language. And it's interesting. I didn't realize I do that so much is because I love it in return, but it just come so innate from me because I truly enjoy and love to the core supporting people. And I just, I do, I see people so much. I just see them like truly.
0: Well, I see you sister. So thank you. And what is one boldly courageous thing you've done recently?
1: Oh, I forgot you were going to ask that guys. I listen to her podcast all the time and I feel like I should have known that, um, boldly courageous thing that I've recently done. Oh, I feel like I'm, I'm, I normally would have something. Um, maybe answering this question right now. <laughs> I'm trying to. Um, can I can I get back to you on that one? I'm really stumped.
0: Well, maybe it's not recent. Like, what's something? Let's just let's think about 2020. I mean, we were literally Ooh. just talking about this, right? About this whole year. And when you reflect back on, okay, we're we're in November. I don't even know what day it is. Fourth, <laughs> the day after the election. And 2020 has been a hell of a year, right? So when you think of 2020 as a whole, what would you say stands out as the most boldly courageous thing you've done?
1: Yeah, it's so funny. As soon as you said, well, it doesn't have to be recently. I actually think back to the event that I was at in January with you. We were kind of briefly chatting about this. And one of the things that I do often is I'm a people pleaser. Like I just don't want to ruffle any feathers. And even though I know that something um, I might need to do something, Um, I won't do it because it's not the quote unquote right thing. And when we were at the event, um, that women's event in January, I just really felt like I needed a minute and I did not want to go to session, but I, in my mind, I'm like, no, that's rude to the speakers. You have to go. So I not only didn't go and enjoyed my morning, had a workout journal, just took some time, but like I stood up and spoke in session which is something I literally never do and it's so interesting like it brings me back to my days at school and I shared my struggle and I think and I want to preface this why this was boldly courageous for me is because when I went to this event I had this feeling of like I've been to these events before like why am I in the audience and not the presenter like shouldn't I know what shouldn't I know this stuff by now why am I in the same place in my business and people from the outside might have seen me as like quote unquote, successful, like she's got her stuff together. And I had never felt so lost and confused in my life. And I shared that with the room and I needed to. And as soon as I did, I literally just relaxed in my body. It was it, so even though it might have seemed boldly courageous in the moment, like afterwards, I knew it was exactly what I needed to do.
0: Mm, oh, my God. So many yeses to all of this. And I want to talk about people pleasing. But I also just want to acknowledge you for sharing that story. Because I think a lot of listeners will relate to that feeling of wanting to share their truth and be vulnerable and be honest about what's really happening, but really being afraid of judgment, right? Because there's the persona, right, that we put on, whether it's through social media or how people receive us, and then there's like how we feel and see like the real us right and there's this fear that like people will judge us or you know if there's imposter syndrome and i don't think that ever goes away like i mean we've had you and i've had so many conversations around building confidence and you teach women how to build confidence and it's like you know when you can really be straight with how you're feeling I think one, it levelizes the playing field, right? It puts you in human status and takes you off a pedestal, which we don't always ask to be put on a pedestal. But number two, it opens us up to be able to receive support and to really be seen, which is the most beautiful gift ever. And of course, like you put yourself out there, like there's always risk that someone's going to judge you. So I love that you shared that because I think, for those that might be a recovering people pleaser or those that might be a recovering perfectionist, to know that it's okay to be honest and not look perfect, I think is, is so powerful. So thank you so much, Tara, for sharing that. And let's talk about people pleasing for a second, because I know um, you know, we both have a background in network marketing. We both have grown massive teams. And I know that we have a lot of people that are listening right now that could really benefit from hearing how you've navigated through that and maybe some of the tools that you've used um to actually be self-pleasing as opposed to pleasing everybody mm-hmm.
1: else. Oh my gosh. So I never realized like you know I never would have called myself a people pleaser in the past at all but when um I started going to like women's events specifically it's um I don't know this is this is was true for me you just I I had this persona of who I was and who other people were And I had been in this space for so long, like meaning this year that I was like, I I have to do these things. Like, this is what I should be doing. And, but during this time, I'm also learning about doing um, what feels good, like listening to your gut, which is something that I feel like I never really did because I'm such a go, go, go worker, push through. I've been like that my whole life. And I actually don't necessarily think it was a bad thing because it got me to where I was. I very much lived a large part of my life in my masculine 100 percent, and only because I'm just recently literally in the past like two years I'm learning about masculine feminine and um child childhood trauma which is so interesting because I've been in the personal development world for like 10 years mindset NLP like you name it I feel like I've done it and I just realized like that was something for me so um I, uh, I think like it's just a process of really um, tuning into your body, which is something that I'm learning how to do too, which is also interesting because I teach movement. But I say all the time, we teach what we need the most. So for me, I needed to work on my confidence, my enoughness, um, my moving through things. So of course I would be the one to teach these things. And I also feel like we need the experiences to learn. So I'm just such a lifelong learner um, in general and so open to it. And um, I'm just an open person, The hence like I feel like why you and I have gotten so close for whatever reason, when I met you, it was really interesting and I don't know if you remember, but I remember you telling me how you saw me on stage and it was almost like, oh my gosh, I'm in this mastermind with Tara Romano, Almost almost like as if I was on a pedestal or something, which is so ironic because you've seen me break down multiple times, like see me in my stuff, like after you said that to me. So um, I know that was kind of like a, going around in a circle to answer your question, but basically it's just um, learning how to listen and tune in to me and then just experience and not not all the experiences um, of how you react are going to be how you want, but that's what you learn from, you know? Mm,
0: yeah, that's so good. And I, I love that you said like tuning into my body, right? And I've I know for me that Whenever I find that something's out of alignment in my life, the, the power of the pause and just bringing awareness to what are my thoughts, what are my feelings, like really having awareness to that has been the thing that's helped me shift so much. And so I, re- I really resonate with what you're What you're saying and I also resonate with living in the masculine and I think you know whenever it comes to business I know this is a belief that I used to have I still have it right there's always fear around quote-unquote slowing down right there's always fear around taking a break or taking what you need to heal yourself um, because people rely on you, right? And people have a certain expectation of you to show up. And with this like role as a leader, whether it's through your community or on network marketing or whatever your business is, you feel like there's a responsibility to show up. And so if you were to stop showing up because you're working through some stuff, like I could imagine that the people pleaser tendency for anybody, not just you, but for anybody is I'm letting people down. I'm not showing up. Like my business is going to suffer. So can you share a little bit more about what that's looked like for you in terms of like stepping out of the masculine, slowing down, you know, being okay with tuning into your body and giving Tara what she needs as opposed to like, quote unquote, not letting people down.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. So, and just to go back a little bit, so. I started network marketing um, about nine years ago, and um, wow, I never had imagined where it could have taken me. Because with network marketing is when I really learned about personal development. Prior to that, like my personal development <laughs> degree was like a Dr. Phil or an Oprah show, or like possibly a self help book in, in the library when we used to go. So when I was uh, in the world of personal development, like these speakers were telling me I can be, do, or have anything I wanted. Um, you know, I was being filled up by these people I didn't know, and I really believed them, and I went to event after event. So, um, you know, and I, plus me working hard, I showed up all the time. I'm definitely one of those people who it's like grit, hard work. Um, I've never had less than three jobs. Um, I've started work when I was 10 years old. So hard work just comes innate in me. So then, with the personal development plus my work ethic, you know, I have this amazing success that I never in a million years ever thought I could have financially. And then I'm building my dance brand on YouTube, and people from literally all over the world are inviting me to their states and their countries. And I'm like, what? Like, like I can't even imagine. So, so think about that. I come from like you know wanting to be a phys ed teacher, which I was so passionate about. Like thinking about that was the only income that I could ever have. Having this like you know, I mean like multiple, multiple six figures and making like as much as a, you know, a teacher income in, in a month and like never in my mind. So stopping, it was like the fear of losing it. Like I was like, I can't stop. How could I ever stop? Like not only the fear of losing it, but like you're a leader for your team. Like how could I ever stop? Like it would be like, I I wasn't grateful for what I had. So, um, it was like the fear in me. So the fear in me, then the work, and I was just go, go, go. And the more I did, the more opportunities came my way. Speaking events, more dance events, creating my own brand. So it was almost like I w- um, I had seven W-2 forums my last year before I had um, my own, you know, I, I was my own boss. So it was almost like I still had those seven W-2 forums, but I wasn't complaining, like, because I was traveling. But until then, I was so tired and I was doing events because I didn't want to disappoint anyone. Uh, when I lived in California, I remember coming home to Jersey, I did three events in 24 hours in three different states. And I remember crying and being like, why are you like, how could you cry? Like people would would die for, for this opportunity. So that really just followed me and followed me until like your body and mind can't almost can't take it anymore, where it's like something has to change. So um, I pulled back a little bit. And interesting enough, I actually just spoke to the one woman. When I moved back to Jersey, I was supposed to go back to California to do a dance event. And it was the first time I canceled of an event. And she got really mad at me. But um, afterwards, she still supports me. And I, I mentioned to her the other day, I'm like, I know this was so long ago, but I just want to say thanks so much for continually supporting me. I remember back then when you were upset. And I just want to, I, I kind of explained to her that was like the first time I stood up for something that I wanted to, and I'm sorry that it hurt you, but it was what I needed to support myself.
0: I have like full body chills. Like that is one of the most powerful things I think you can do because not only does it, not only does it like show other people that you are a woman who walks your walk, right? Or your talk or whatever, but it also builds like trust within yourself, that you've got your own back right and like that first time that you actually speak up for yourself and that first time that you like tune into your own body and actually follow what feels good it's fucking scary right because you're like so afraid of what the other person's gonna say what are they gonna think of you but it's like you're on the edge of the cliff and you have to make a decision like do I stay here or do I jump and see what happens and you know you already know what happens if you stay because you're living in it right so you're like well fuck it I'm gonna try something new and you jump And that's what it feels like. It literally feels like, Oh my God, like what's going to happen. And your brain goes to a million different scenarios. But I think that this is where, um, you know, you start to build real trust and integrity with your word, right? At the end of the day, like all we have is our word. And it's so interesting. Like I'm navigating through some really weird stuff right now with like trust and integrity, not with myself, but with someone else. And it's bringing me forward and noticing like, am I my word? And, Mm -hmm. At what I'm hearing you say Tara is that you're getting to a point in your life where you are your word not necessarily mm-hmm. to other people like obviously you operate from a place of integrity and truth but if you're not operating from a place of integrity and truth with yourself and your mm-hmm. own word then you're lying to everybody else as well because you're I not being truthful
1: that. yeah and I feel that way um, about posting on social media too I had such an i I've always had an interesting relationship with social media and sharing and um I'm very transparent and vulnerable and authentic on social media. I mean, I also like to have fun too, but I feel like there's no other way that I can be. Um, And I feel like um, sometimes I would struggle between writing content that I thought I should be because someone told me, that I should be doing it and this is how it should be done. And that's why I took a huge break of social media and following people over this pandemic because, and this was another layer, like we kind of talked briefly about before we started um, of a time where I really like surrendered to the resistance and allowed. And I never even imagined saying those words, right? Like, uh, like I'm allowing and surrendering, but I really did because it's it's almost like, My body and my spirit was like, there's no other way for you to do this right now other than to stop because you're like, you're not going in the directions that you're supposed to.
0: Mm, okay. So I can imagine for the person listening, they're like literally breaking out in hives being like, what do you mean you stopped like posting stuff on social media? Or what do you mean you stopped working your business? Or what do you mean you just surrendered? Like, I can't do that because I have all these things. Right. And I'm curious to know, like, what were some of the, the tools that you used to kind of navigate through this, we'll call it a valley or a dark period, not dark in the sense of a negative, but like, we all have these light periods in our life and we have dark periods just like the moon like the moon is full it's bright the moon moves through cycles and then it's dark I feel like we're cyclical as well so you Mm -hmm. know I know that this you know you didn't do this on your own so what were some of the things that you did to kind of help support you navigate through that
1: oh my god it's almost like I'm outside looking in to myself this year so um and, and for those listening, you know everyone know um, can feel resistance. Resistance um, and something that really isn't isn't in true alignment with you. You can almost feel it in your chest. It's one of those things. Like when people were like, "Oh, like trust your gut." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" But what they mean is like, you know, when you meet someone, there's some kind of energy, and you know whether you like them or not, and there's and they don't even have to say a word. Or you know that when someone says they want you to come do this, or an opportunity presents itself, it's almost like you feel. It's either you feel super pulled to it or super not. So that the not is the resistance, and um, whatever I was doing um, was just not making me feel good so much to the point where like I, I felt like a child throwing a fit. Like nothing felt good. So the pandemic happened. Prior to the pandemic, I'm the type of woman that was like traveling every other week, um, events online, network marketing, dance, like, and I really loved all of it. But when it stopped, I was I was with myself and my boyfriend and I had just moved to a new place, so that was chaos too in boxes. I was trying to figure out how to do all of my classes online. That didn't feel good. I was, anytime I would turn on Instagram, someone was telling me to push forward through my business. This is the time to create. This is how you have to do this. So um, after a couple of months of trying to do that, I realized I'm like, I can't do it anymore. So when I say I stopped working, I want you to understand, go back to how I just said, I'm such a worker my stopping wasn't completely. So number one, I was working with a coach. I invest, I mean, prior to me even creating Financial Stability, I had borrowed money for my coaches. I had done therapy since I was 10 years old, but coaching was just such a different thing for me. It like, it peeled so many layers and helped my brain in so many ways that I could imagine. So if you're new to this personal development world, it doesn't ever end. Like, so if you're getting, if you think you want to get to a certain point uh, financially or physically or however you want to be, just know that that's not the end goal. There's always another layer. Because in looking at my life, you might be like, oh, she's so successful, but inside i was like literally dying so my stopping working was truly disconnecting on the weekends like truly taking a full day away from social media i unfollowed when i tell you i unfollowed so many people um and i didn't even and it wasn't that i would dislike them i just couldn't see anything anymore like when i pulled up my phone all i wanted to see was things that made me feel good i i was literally coaching with two people at the same time who like really and i remember when i hired. Um, my second coach and Melissa, um, you know, I remember speaking to you about this and I said to her, I'm so embarrassed that I'm hiring another coach when I still have two sessions left for my, uh, my one before. And she's like, why don't you switch that around and saying how amazing that I'm financially stable enough to be supported. And it was like a light bulb went off. Right. So then also like my not working was crying in the dark, wiping my face off and then doing a zoom going back into the dark room crying journaling like holding on to my prayer book um, oh my gosh i could get emotional thinking about it i remember my boyfriend like i would i have um, grateful enough to have this amazing little closet of a meditation room and i would live in it and just like journal and i did anything anyone told me and he sat down next to me he's like i don't know what to do for you he's like i'm just going to sit here and pray with you and like uh, guys i'm being just honest like It was snotty, ugly, like, I remember throwing my tripod across the room, like, and and some of you are like, this girl's crazy, like, but you know what, it's real life, and I think it's important to know, like, like, mental health issues, I think we're talking about a lot during the pandemic, because it's real stuff, like, you know, I had trauma that I hadn't worked through, even though I've been working deeply with coaches, and it was just another layer for me that I hadn't tapped into. And it was bothering me so much that it's like, if I didn't surrender, I was going to ruin more relationships. And I wasn't willing to do that. So I, my stopping was um, when my team was frustrating me, instead of me getting upset and look, seeing what I was doing wrong, I would call some of the people on my team and be like, "How how can I show up better? Or can you help support me in this? Like I finally asked for help instead of trying just to be the leader. Um, because I knew I needed it. I knew whatever I was doing was not working and I had to find something that worked.
0: Wow. Okay. So I can see this coming full circle. Like you were talking about in the very beginning of like getting to this moment where you were saying yes to so many things and you were traveling and you were go, go, go all the time. And you were grateful for, and at the same time feeling like exhausted and burnt out. Right. And so COVID hits and we're in this pandemic and life as you know it has completely shifted and it's like the universe delivered this space for you to actually go into the depths of your healing in the depths of your shadow side and your pain so that you you created a space for yourself to do the ugly face crying and and like physically go into like your little nook your little safe house but also like figuratively and energetically like the universe provided for you the container for you to go the next layer because knowing you and like everything that you've shared I'm guessing the reason why you hadn't been able to get to those depths is because you just consistently were putting stuff on your plate right you were just saying yes to stuff and I know for me yes is resistance like when I have something big that I need to do that scares me or even when it's like I know there's another layer for my own like personal work. I will create scenarios in my life that don't give me the space or the capacity to go there. Like, you know, a big launch or something like that. Like, like yes is a drug. Right. Uh, Lori says, that our our good friend Lori Harder says yes is a drug all the time. So it's just interesting to like sit on the outside of it and hear you share the story of like, okay, but you, you were go, 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 go. And the universe delivered to you the space to actually sit in your feelings.
1: Oh yeah. A thousand percent. Um, and I actually have never heard yes is a drug, but like a hundred percent that's so true for me because it was just so easy. And even though like I, when I would say yes to things, I would get that little ping of like, nope, this isn't for you. Like you're just doing it because you want people to like you. You want to, I would say yes to things so people wouldn't forget about me and what I was doing. Mm. Like I want people to see me at places. And I have to share with you, um, with the mastermind, that we were recently going to. That was another first thing that I've said, like I eventually said no to, and it was so freeing for me. So really quick guys, I'm in a mastermind and I um, it, I hadn't been away in a long time and I'm, I was really excited by the place we were going to, but so much of me is like, you're, you're not ready to travel. Like you just don't want to be on a plane and a layover. And I was really nervous to say no, because I'm like, no, I really need to connect with these people, they're going to forget about me. And how cool would it be to have like all these cool places to see people see I'm going? I literally canceled the day the day of, and when I tell you like my whole body opened up, It, it was so freeing, and nobody forgot. Like, you know, it's like it's just so interesting the the tricks that your mind plays on you. It's almost like you really have to work so hard to reprogram it, and that's what I do with mine. I mean, I was early 30s when I learned about personal development, so rewiring all of that work from before is you know, it takes some work. So um, mm. I'm just really grateful to be in that space to be able to do that now. Mm.
0: It's like lifelong work, right? It never ends. It's like whack-a-mole. Like the,
1: okay. one time you think you
0: have something figured out, you're like, oh, this is here again. And great. Okay, I thought, we, I thought we addressed this. Okay. So I love that you're sharing this, Tara, because what I'm hearing is that you are literally evolving through what you teach because your brand and your business and your events... You know, tone and tease and your event live, you know, your life unleashed is all about unleashing and living your life completely unleashed. And what I'm hearing you say is that in the past you know, 11 months, you've been given an opportunity to unleash yourself in an even deeper way. And something that I know is really, really important to you is confidence and self-love and body positivity. And it's been, I just have to say, it really has been so inspiring and really, really beautiful to witness you become more and more unleashed and share your message from an even deeper alignment. I love the content that you share because it is raw, it's real, it's vulnerable. Women can relate to it. So, can you talk a little bit more about what it means to you to live your life unleashed and why this is such a powerful, like, driving force in your life?
1: Yeah, and I, I say, I said it in the beginning, I say it all the time we teach what we need the most. And I really feel like me sharing all the layers and situations and experiences that I go through personally. Um, to other people is important because I know that when I first started in this world, especially go um, of, of uh, personal development and going to women's events, I mean, I remember like just looking at these beautiful women and thinking, oh my gosh, I just don't fit in here. I'm not wearing the right clothes. My body doesn't look this way. I'm not smart enough. I don't, you know, and Hence, like I had really created an amazing network marketing business and a dance brand and had been traveling all over. So that's what I'm saying when you're, when you, we don't work on our mindset and, and those beliefs, I feel like we can just get tripped up by things that are happening. So, um, you know, being immersed in these events really transformed me. And then I started speaking at them and I was like, I need to connect with these women and what other way to connect than to truly share how I was feeling and what I had found, is that in sharing my truth, I was able to connect with women who I put up on a pedestal, who then came to me and thanked me for sharing how I was feeling, and they shared how they were feeling about me. It's interesting, I think a lot of us feel very similar, especially being in a social media world where everything is so visual, and we are so in our head, the mind noise is real and loud, and sometimes it's hard to stop. So when we can see someone um, experiencing something similar, and they're the person who's speaking, um, I just think it allows us all to have the walls down. And that's one thing that, uh, I'm really proud of, of what I do when I bring women into a room is I create this really safe and powerful space for them to be themselves. I, there, I mean, there's, I know I was completely put on the planet to do this type of work, but I feel like you do the work by experiencing it yourself, you know? And I continually, again, go through another layer of it. And I had said, um, I feel like I'm becoming a better teacher because of what I experienced this past year. And I can teach what worked for me and how I moved through it. And, and we're energy being, guys. There's science behind it. We have to move through the emotions and not getting attached that if emotion is positive or negative, it's just an emotion and it's just energy. And really being able to teach that like lights me up. And watching, literally watching within minutes, women transform.
0: Mm. And I've been witness to this multiple times um, in your in your presence of like you shifting a room through your Tone and Tease experiences. You've um, gifted us with your gifts and talents at Align and Rise. I first uh, met you and saw you and was able enough to experience your work at the bliss project. And I was your backup dancer, which was like one of the highlights of my life. I was like, Oh my God, I'm Tara Romano's backup dancer right now. Like this is amazing. Um, because I was so in awe of you being in your body and I can see how powerful that is for women when you truly give them permission to unleash. And I, um, I had an experience this past weekend. I I haven't shared this with you yet, but I went to uh, a silent disco Which is where uh, a live DJ is playing music, but you can only hear it if you have these really awesome headphones on. And everyone is just moving in whatever way that feels good. And it took me a good hour and a half to actually get into my body and start moving in a way that just felt judgment free. Like I wasn't thinking about it, I wasn't planning it, I wasn't trying to stay on the beat. And I think sometimes, you know, for me, what I took away from that experience was to stay in it. Even when it feels hard, just keep staying in the experience and eventually it clicks, even if it takes an hour and a half or two hours. And music and movement and being in your body is such a powerful tool. I think that's where we tap into our superpowers. And I know that you agree because it's what you teach. So can you talk more about, you know, body positivity and in terms of like tone and tease, what that is, how women can get, you know, in the energy of your live events and tone and tease and how they can just connect and be supported by your magic.
1: Thank you so much. Um, I always go back to where I created Tone and Tees, which was about seven or eight years ago when I had to audition for a gym to teach a dance class. And they're like, make up a, do you have like your own format? I'm like, my own format. I'm like, no, but I guess I'll just go home and like Google something and figure it out. So I saw this guy dancing sexy on a strip bar. I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be cool to do like a sexy dance fitness class? Hence, that's where Tone and Tease originated. So What I had found is like when I started um, creating like the sexy moves plus the fitness and the songs, like there was just like an energy shift in people. And then I started to just, um, you know, I'm like, we started to dress up for the class, like, you know, wear different clothes. Um, Then I added heels, we put our hair down. Then I added affirmations. And um, it's almost like my, the students were teaching me. And the reason I added affirmations because I started traveling with it. And one of my very first events was in California like I feel like I just shared this last week on another podcast there were 70 women I walked into the room and I was like so nervous I'm like I cannot just put the music on and go so I was like all right I shared a little bit about my story just to kind of like you know let them know about me and again it's so powerful when you share a little bit about yourself because you know as humans we judge you know it's it's just what happens I don't think judgment's necessarily bad but it can make you not open to an experience so by me sharing and then i i um do affirmation so like i'm fearless i'm confident i'm beautiful and then we add movement to it so even before the music comes on you're already in your body you've taken like the noise away from your head you're like affirming and you're moving and the energy is like happening right so then um after a while like being at all these women's events and sharing tone and tease um you know i would share my story and then we'd move And I was like, this is something I, like, I speak to people, share a story. um, We move through that. And then we talk about their alter ego and then we put the music on and move. So I was like, wouldn't it be cool to have an event with mindset and movement? It's just been my whole life for the past 10 years. And that's where your life unleashed event came. Now tone and tease, the tagline is "Unleash and let go. So I was like, okay, like we're going to do mindset and then we're going to do a movement piece. So, um, you know, I start off with intentions and, you know, creating a, like changing whatever story that you're working on. And then I do movement and then there's meditation and there's been tapping exercises. I mean, you name it. Um, we've had two, and I've actually just, um, launched mini series here on the East coast that I'm so excited about. So it's a smaller version where it's like 20 women, but I'm really excited to work more intimately with people, especially during this time of year. Mm,
0: I think the intimate connection is like so powerful. You know, we've I've, I've experienced you in smaller spaces. I've experienced you in rooms of 500 plus women and both are incredibly impactful. But I know that when you have the container of just 20 people together, it's impossible to hide, right? But it also creates a container of connection and trust and, and safety. And I feel like obviously this year we've had to reimagine how we do events, right? I mean, like literally you were sharing a story about being that, at that event in January, we were there together and it was an event on how to do events. <laughs> and then uh, 2020 was like, yeah, just kidding. No events for you. But we've had to reimagine how we connect and how we see each other and how we create. And I love that you're bringing women together in that intimate space. I think it's so needed. And, you know, there is so much power in you, you, Tara, like you being in front of a room, like your gifts, your magnetic magnetism, magnetism, that's the word I'm looking for. Magnetism, it's like you really do step into an alter ego, but I, I feel like it's just another portion of you. I don't think it's someone that's separate outside of you. Like I see your alter ego, Eva, as like you, like she's you, uh, fully expressed. And and I I'm so just I'm so inspired by you. I'm so I always I always take away something from everything that you share. And I think that this is why it's so important for women to follow what feels good, to take an opportunity to pause, to share their truth, because there's so much power in that, right? There's so much connection in that. And there's so much transformation in that. And, you know, if you didn't go through the dark spaces and the challenges and the ugly face crying and, you know, the breakdowns and stuff, you wouldn't be able to help other women do the same. So I just, I just love you and I'm acknowledging you
1: (laughs) for all of it. I love that, I'm totally receiving it. It's just amazing, um, like the support system that we have um, and that there's so much of it out there. I feel like a lot of women are feeling the same way and just want that kind of relationship and friendship in business and outside of it and it really does exist and it's beautiful when you can connect and truly support each other um yeah i actually just posted this on my tone and tease page of like your circle is supposed to clap for you and be happy when you succeed and it's the truth like i am so proud of the circle that i've cultivated and the people that i surround myself with because we really do support each other and it's such a beautiful thing and it doesn't happen overnight you know i've, I've grown through a lot of different friends and just i'm um, so happy to be at this stage in, your, in my life and I feel like you don't get to where you want in business and in life without it.
0: Mm -mm. no it's so true and so for the women that are listening that want to cultivate those deeper relationships they're looking to you know live more unleashed and they want to get more in tap with their body what are some ways that they can connect with you through your various communities what are you most excited about right now like share all the things of how people can find you and follow you and
1: connect yeah i'm um i um i'm always on my instagrams and uh right now we're getting ready for your life unleashed we have two in jersey uh one in december and one in november and weeks and then one in new york and then what i actually launched for the first time my first online mini like seven uh day program it's fall in love with yourself which i'm gonna launch again in december um it was amazing there was like uh there was 55 women and it was just incredible and um i'm actually offering it for free for people who come to the mini your life unleashed i loved it so much i i like i mean i was thinking about doing it for two weeks but it's just so nice. So when we talk about reinventing um, you know, the wheel with in terms of what's going on, I feel like I never imagined I would do an online course, but it was just it just kind of seamlessly happened. And I was so I was saying to you at the beginning of this, I was really grateful that my creative my creativity had come back because I feel like for so long I was like in this dark phase. I'm like, I'm never gonna be able to create a dance again. Like I, I don't feel inspired or motivated. What is happening? I almost felt like I had writer's block and I feel like creatives can totally understand that. I went through um, uh, I, you know, getting rid of people that I worked with that I knew weren't in, line, in alignment. But I think when we do that too, it's like you're doing, you're giving them a gift as well. Mm-hmm. Like when you're not good with a, a friend or or someone you're working with and you're able to kind of let each other go, it opens up space for you both.
0: Oh, so true. It's like every season I go through a purge of some sort, you know, whether it's like purging my closet or taking an inventory of like, okay, what feels good and what doesn't. And this is in life and business every 90 days, I love to reflect back and say, okay, what worked? what can be tweaked, What what's helping me to become more efficient, where is there wasted energy, right, and that shows up in so many different ways, so I love that you shared that, Tara, so okay, so we have the mini in-person events in New Jersey and New York, and then a seven-day experience that you are hosting in December, and Instagram is also the best way to connect with you, which is at Tara Romano, is that correct? Yeah, at Tara Romano. I love it, you're amazing, I'm so grateful for you, and
1: I know, same, like, even with- like like such a great friend and inspiration, and when I say like I feel like when people use the hashtag women supporting women, like that's just you. It's awesome. Oh, I love
0: you. I received that so last question, and you can go I, i'm I would encourage you and invite you to be as um unfiltered and take up as much space as you want. I'm giving you all the permission. What are you celebrating right now?
1: Ah uh, I'm just honestly, Melissa, I'm celebrating like life and the fact that i i I truly i get it more now than i ever did i am a woman who has struggled with my mind noise to the depths of me when i tell you it has taken me down but like not so much where it hasn't allowed me to show up one thing is is that i always always show up messy afraid sad happy excited and i just i'm i'm just excited to um for this next just this next layer of me um i've been in the the dark side for a little bit and i feel like it's just it, i've been having more fun even if you look at my instagram for the past like few weeks i've just been having fun and it just feels good and just not to be afraid when the dark side comes because it's just life and experience like being here on this journey like to experience what it is that you're supposed to and i'm um, not being attached to what it looks like so mm-hmm. Yeah. I love being home right now. Um, I, I don't want to travel first time in my life for eight years that I just don't want to get on a plane. I'm loving my new home. Um, spending time in this area with friends and family. And it's just like the simple things, honestly lift me up. Like I just want to walk to the corner store and get milk and come home. Like, <laughs> like literally like all I want to do with my life right now. And like walk Lola who is on my lap right now. Mm,
0: I love it I love it and that's so much to celebrate and keep leaning into that right I mean this this is where your highest expression comes through and I'm just acknowledging you Tara for doing the work and always being so willing to show up and be vulnerable and be real and not put on a face Um, you know I I appreciate that so much about you and I love you thank you thank you thank you for being here guys if you love this episode please make sure you share it tag Tara tag me let us know what your biggest takeaway was. And we'll, we'll put all the links in the show notes so you can get into Tara's communities. I love you, sister. Thank you Love for being you so here.
1: much. Thanks guys for listening.
0: And make sure you live your boldly courageous life. Bye guys. Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It's truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to step fully into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be so incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes to leave me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life.